0: Welcome to Blended, the podcast. I'm Sierra. I'm Destiny. We're your co-hosts, go-to beauty pros, and new besties. Blended is more than us mixing our friendships and business. It's blending culture, ethnicity, and personalities in a safe haven where we can finally build the community the beauty industry has been lacking. Join us in today's conversations as we rewrite the beauty standards. Hey guys, welcome back to Blended the Podcast. I'm Destiny. I'm Sierra. We are bringing you back with part two on how to choose what is the best salon structure for you. So last time we kind of dove into what me and Sierra have both experienced as far as commission, 1099, booth rent, and then going into our own space. So we're going to dive deeper into salon space versus Mm -hmm. your own space. Yeah. Yeah. So I personally have a storefront salon and it's just me in there. It's not really big or anything like that, but it's like a private suite, but it's all my own. So I handle all of the rent, the insurance, the everything is all me. And then Destiny just moved into her own space yeah. that we are actually recording in right now, yeah. which is so, so exciting. I've been in a salon suite since 2018. And am moving into my own space now, but it's still a little different than Sierra because I'm in an office building. Mm-hmm. I have my own entrance to my space, but I can also access the main area. So I have a shared bathroom where she has her own bathroom. Yeah. So it's like still different. So we're gonna kind of share with you our journey with that, why we picked having our business run out of these different options, and then the pros and cons of each of them. Yeah. So I personally was looking for a while and like me and Destiny were looking together for a long time. I think at first you really need to figure out the square footage that you want and then you need to stick to that and really set a budget and be very strict with your budget because people will try to push you outside of the budget so fast Mm -hmm. and know your requirements for state board Mm -hmm. for what it needs and how much those build outs will cost you. So for me, personally, I didn't need a lot of square footage. I needed like 300 or so. And it was actually harder for me to find something smaller. And I actually had to really explain to people that like I'm not a hairstylist. I don't use hair color because a lot of these places when you're trying to rent from a like small business owner. I, I don't so know what So funny I story. Them. I actually tried renting her space. She did. Before she did. Yeah. And the landlord actually no, it wasn't her space. It was in the same building. It was kind of. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. your space, but before that it was it was a different space in the building. Yeah. And then anyways, the landlord was like, no salons because of the smell. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not the eighties and mm-hmm. whatever. I've heard um, smell. I've heard he didn't want the system. salon. He didn't want the salon there because her space actually has plumbing yeah it's a hookup on. for us for a sink and i was like you little no, yeah yeah but then he told me that it actually affected like his residence above they could smell the girl in there she was using color and i guess it went through all of the ducts and things like that yeah. so definitely check out your plumbing how much it's going to cost for a belt out if you do do hair because she paid to put that in there and now i'm not using it yeah but it costs a lot of money to put those things in. Yeah, I think the difference with finding spaces is what is your business structure? Yeah. So Sierra needs water, but only a sink. Correct me if I'm yeah, wrong. Yeah, I need, I need um, a running sink. Yeah, you need a running within sink. Within a certain amount of like feet from this workspace. Right. So depending yeah. on your situation, it was your bathroom. So yeah. it worked out perfect for exactly. you. Where me, if I went into a small space, one of the reasons why I went into a salon suite Was because, honestly, multiple reasons. One of the reasons I went into a salon suite instead of finding my own space immediately was I didn't have to provide chairs, Mm -hmm. equipment as far as like cabinetry goes, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So when I moved into my first salon suite, the shampoo bowl was there. The plumbing was there. The electric was there. The cabinets were there. The insurance was paid for, the Wi-Fi was paid for, electricity Mm -hmm. and water was paid for. Yeah. So basically, I came in with my decor and my tools as far as color and blow dryer and stuff like that goes. And you were just set up. Yeah, exactly. Security was there. I didn't have to pay for any of that stuff, which is why my rent is more. Yeah. And then the second and third salon suite I was in, same situation, but I then had to pay for insurance. But because I'm in a salon suite, my insurance isn't that much. Also, being in a salon suite, I don't have to have a salon license, business license, all the permitting and stuff like that. They cover because you're working under like their salon. Yeah, under their salon. I did create an LLC eventually, but that was not a requirement for Mm -hmm. me to have as well. Mm -hmm. So it kind of eliminates all of that. Once I got into my own space, you know, that's when you have to get into salon license, business license. Permits if you're redoing stuff, you know, based off of where, what city you're living in, what county you're living in, that kind of thing. My third salon suite I was in, I did, yeah, three. Listen, my first salon suite I was in was corporate. So it is a corporate company and they micromanaged everything I did. One of the reasons I went into a salon suite was because I was pregnant and needed flexibility with my kid. And there were multiple occasions where my husband would bring my son for me to breastfeed him, or one time my nanny brought him to like say hi, and I was literally yelled at and threatened to like get kicked out because they had a they had a kid policy there that if you weren't doing a kid's hair, they could not be there, Mm -hmm. which is crazy because it's like my own space, you know, like I'm paying for my space. So needless to say, I left there because it's like this is a woman like led industry mm-hmm. and you're telling me that I can't bring my kid to breastfeed hen. I'm not okay with that. Anyways, so I left there because they were just very corporate. They also had open ceilings. And so you couldn't play your own music. You could hear like conversations around you. Yeah. And I didn't like that. So then the second salon suite I went in, they have been open for 10 years as a husband and wife. They're very, very nice, but their suites are smaller. So my rent was less. It was a little outdated. But it was a great transition for me to go to while I was trying to manage being a mom and a business owner. I was able to bring my son with me when I wanted to. My rent was less, so I didn't have to work as much. It allowed me to create kind of the business structure I have now with like how many days I work and like creating those boundaries because I could. Mm -hmm. Because my rent wasn't astronomical. 300 a month, 300 like a week. I Mm -hmm. think it was like. 200 a week or something it was Mm -hmm. like a big difference for me that's like booth that's like booth rent yeah I think I was paying like 800 a month it was a huge huge price difference for me wow I outgrew that space and moved to my place I'm at now which is a double suite which is very expensive Mm -hmm. and this space I actually brought in my own chairs so I had a little bit more expenses, but it was my choice. Mm-hmm. Brought in my own chairs, that kind of thing. So I didn't have all those upfront costs as much. It kind of worked for me because like each space I went to, like built you I bought a little, a little bit, bit more. more. Yeah, yeah exactly. but that's a good technique to have. And yeah. that's kind of like goes into what I did. So I decided to do a storefront because, well, first of all, the space opened up like conveniently God within sent. the same building, mm-hmm. like literally God sent. And I... I was like stalking this girl's space. Like I was like, I need this space. You have to give me this space. I was peeking in her legit. I was peeking in her window, like manifesting this to be my space. Yeah. Anyway, it happened. But I already had to buy my bed, my tools, my setup. I had the whole setup ready to go anyways. So it, it made more sense for me to go somewhere that I just needed the room itself. Because it was going to be, I already made the big investment. hmm to get my whole setup. Right. So it made no sense when I was going into these places. They were like, we have a bed. I was like, I have a bed. You don't need that. I don't need to pay extra for this bed and things like that. So that's a lot of why I decided to just immediately do the storefront and it was right there. It was not a hard move for me to make. Yeah. Just things like that. They all added yes. up. Yes, and, and all of my expenses in this space, I don't have to pay for my electricity or my water. It's all included in the rent because it's considered, which is also like kind of this building. Yeah, you have a you have a unique I have situation. A really, yeah, and so that's why I said like wait, shop around. Don't feel pressure to do something because I just kept waiting until I found like the perfect mm-hmm. space for me. I hated the ceilings and I redid them, but. I mean, you can do that. And I could afford to do that because I was so particular and I had already built up and put all the investment into that part that I could really, really like go hard with my decor. Yeah. Yeah. So another thing, too, is me and Sierra, actually, for about a year, we're trying to look at spaces to go in together. Mm-hmm. And we really struggled. Number one, people didn't take us seriously. That's a whole another episode. I would love for us to dive deep into like our experience of like being minority brown women and not being taken seriously because it was real. We have stories. Like It's really real. It's, yeah. And so we. that's when we kind of decided I went into my bigger salon suite. She went into her space. And then one of the reasons why I continue to stay in my space was I had been praying about a space and had very specific, like you said, know what you want to put plumbing into For for a shampoo bowl to put plumbing into a space, it's very expensive. Mm -hmm. And I just was not personally willing to invest that much money into a space that is just me. Mm -hmm. It's not like I'm building a salon where I'm going to be getting profit from the salon building itself, having employees. I wasn't willing to put that much money into a space that was small. I didn't own and could be kicked out of in any moment. Yeah. And didn't know if I was going to outgrow. So I had very specific requirements, five to 600 square feet and already had plumbing. And so a lot of the spaces that I had come across, if it had plumbing, it was like a thousand square feet or more, or it was a smaller space that didn't have the plumbing. And so that's why that's why I stayed in a salon suite, because I was like, OK, I know that God wants me to move to this space if it has these requirements. Actually, the reason I found this space is because of the podcast, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah, because that's how I met Brian. I was oh, invited yeah. to talk uh, about the podcast. And I at, knew Brian. I was invited to talk about the podcast at a color class that I went to of two salon owners that I actually worked with in my first salon suite that I rented. And he went to our Instagram was like, oh my gosh, I worked with Sierra. And then we started chatting. We followed each other on Instagram. And then like literally a couple of weeks later, he posted that he He's was no longer doing out. hair. And it's like, my space is 500 square feet. God said mm. has a salon. Yeah. <laughs> has salon plumbing. Isn't super expensive. Like, yeah, it was just literally perfect. But within being in, my space now. I'm not my own storefront. Like I said, I do have my own entrance, but I'm within a building. I also do not have to pay for electric and water. That's yeah. included. It's because you're if you're um, in an office building or if you look for places that are within office buildings. A lot of times you don't have to. Yeah, which is so nice. mine is considered within an office building. But she has her own bathroom. But I do. So have you my have own expenses as far as like toilet paper and yeah, and I and, don't. Yeah, but I pay for my own Wi-Fi and, and you I, don't. I, no, so it's like it's different. It's you got to so think weird. about that. I, my landlord is also a little bit more strict about the changes that I make within my space. Mine is too, but then he saw how cute my space yeah. was and now he can he's your age Okay, though. you're fine. I'm kind of hoping <laughs> that happens with mine too. Although to. although the changes that I wanted to make aren't as bad. It. Yeah, they're not as bad now that I'm in the space and have my own yeah. twang on it or whatever. I do want to talk about, speaking of landlords and things like that, when you go to sign a lease, definitely make sure that you're reviewing your lease. A lot of the places that we have looked at have three to five Mm -hmm. to seven year lease And they'll bump your rent up really high within the next year. Yeah. And I personally didn't want to be locked down to a space for three to five to whatever so many odd years because again I said my space was just enough space for me if I wanted to expand and I signed that lease I would be locked into that space and could not grow that's another thing with the difference of like the salon suites so it's like my first salon suite I was in was yearly leases but I paid weekly Mm -hmm. my second place I was on a year actually he put me on a three-month lease to make sure I was okay with it which I thought was amazing because how many people get into these salon suites And realize it's a lot more expenses than they imagined Yeah. or they don't have the clientele. I think a lot of people go into salon suites with no clientele thinking that you're going to get walk-ins and it's just not really always realistic. Yeah. So he put me on a three-month lease and then from there it was eight months. Mm -hmm. So it was like a year lease. And then from there I was just kind of like month to month Mm -hmm. um, or even week to week I guess you could say. And then the salon space I'm at now is also yearly. But... Because my new one and my second one are owned by physical people and they're not like a corporate. Yeah. They want you to grow. And yeah. so when I approached my owners I have now that I had an opportunity to expand my business, they were very, very supportive of me and didn't yeah. give me a hard time See, and that's whatsoever. important mm-hmm. to make sure that like the people you're running from
1: aren't are good people
0: to hold you back mm-hmm. and don't see you as just like a money grab. Mm-hmm. But another thing that, I just want to, if you're someone who is maybe in a salon, whether you're commission, booth rent, or you're in a salon suite looking for space, don't give up. Don't. I think yeah. something actually really, really funny is the week that we released our episode of Scarcity Mindset yeah. and Imposter Syndrome, I talked about how Sierra was, oh, she's like butt hurt because she can't find a salon space or whatever. And I was saying how Sierra's always encouraged me, like, it's not your time. Don't be upset. That is the week that I got this space. I and remember I just think that and you so cool. Me. Yeah. I just think it was so cool because I had just talked about that. And it was like, I, ha- I was definitely in a season where I was okay with where I was at. Yeah. But like this came at a time where I wasn't looking for it. Mm-hmm. Like just knowing the right people. I really think that when you're looking for these, you found your space through someone you knew. A lot of times it is that. It's aren't through online. people you know. When you find yes. the really good spaces, it's through... A friend of a friend, and that's why it's or, so important to build that community. Yeah, yeah. The and, and so it's so important don't let don't let it discourage you. Know that when it's your time, it's your time. Let it organically happen. I think when we jump into situations. When you push yourself towards something that you are not ready for, yeah. you are way more likely for it to have so many issues. Yeah. And we're not saying that you getting this space isn't going to bring issues. It is. Yeah, for be sure. Be prepared. It is super difficult. There will be roadblocks. We got a door hanging on the wall. Because There's literally I a get door in. behind <laughs> us that's supposed to be installed. I was supposed to be in like, the space May, May 1st. And yeah. it is May 18th. So... <laughs> You know, you just, and like I said, it wasn't the time. It wasn't (laughs) the time. So just have patience and know what you're looking for and don't compromise on that. Yes. There are many opportunities that I could have taken, that you could have taken, that we could have taken together. Yes. There was a space that we looked at in 2020. That if we would have signed a lease for, it's just being built. It's on right the done now. right now. It's 2023. Mm-hmm. So it's like if we would have jumped into that, not trusting our gut, not trusting God, like not thinking about it, we could have been stuck. SOL. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just important to know, know your whys, know your breaking points. So again, and start was, setting up those structures ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. As this change comes, we're also excited because... This is going to kind of be one of our last episodes of Just Me and Sierra. We're going to be bringing on some amazing guests. We have a list already going for you guys of successful women who have built businesses, not just in the beauty industry, but in general. And we cannot wait to share with you guys the amazing women that we have met and are willing to share their success and how they built their business with you. Yeah. So the next time you see us, there will be others. And we're so excited. To bring people to our new studio and to bring them to you and just to keep building this community because to us, beauty doesn't just stop with makeup and hair and nails and things like that. It's fashion. It's how you literally feel and it's how anyone just radiates love. Yeah, we love you guys and we we thank you for your love and support. Bye. Thanks for being our Blended Babes, a.k.a. BBs. Join the conversation and let your voice be heard. If you're ready for a revolution, don't forget to leave us a review wherever you're listening. And follow the journey on Instagram at blended underscore podcast. Share this episode with your BB who is ready to beautify the beauty industry and rewrite the standards. Get all the tea from this episode and more in the show notes. Bye.